Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. Second and goal on play action. Mahomes on the roll. Mahomes dumps it. Touchdown, Chiefs. Mahomes to camp. And there's the first touchdown pass as a Kansas City Chief for Patrick Mahomes. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast, the official podcast of the, for the internationally recognised supporters club of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can download the show on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search for the name Arrowheads Abroad. As always, I'm your host, Brad Simcox, and joining me again are Tom Childs and Dave Barnett. First off, before we start, got to thank Tom for stepping in, in the, for the show uh, last time around whilst I was on yet another holiday. Um, Tom, never leave f- us again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how did it feel to be in the seat of the power for one episode? Well, I'm going to correct you right away. Your intro, then you just said as always. Well, it's ah, not yeah, as good always. point. Yeah, yeah, it's not always, is it? No, last week it was me, <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> like we had to redo my intro a couple of times. Um, yeah, and the I, outro, and the outro. Seth, <laughs> Seth and Dave, Keep right, Dave. Had, hey. Really had to work with an amateur last week. I didn't enjoy it. That was probably the most nervous I've been about something um, for a <laughs> while. Almost as nervous as I was on Friday, just gone when I was best man for my brother's wedding and had to give a speech to a room full of 60 people. Oh, did you see cool. that smooth little segue there, <laughs> yeah. there Brad? Yeah. <laughs> smooth. I'm, I'm Slid learning. that over right there. I'm <laughs> learning from the master. Yeah, I've got that <laughs> nailed down to a T. Just not when I'm expected to be the guy. Um, let us. The speech went well. Um, I was actually funny. Uh, (laughs) And the best way to try and be funny, I found, was not to pick on the groom, my brother, was to pick on my other brother. (laughs) Do you know what? I thought you were going to say the bride then. No, no, no. I was like, oh, no. Well, my brother's brother's gay. (laughs) Pick on the bride family. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Um, (laughs) It's actually a gay wedding. Um, Was it? Yeah, yeah. My my brother brother is gay. Um, So, yeah, I, I picked on his husband a little bit. But nice. main, mainly, I went on to um, my, brother. my brother, the other brother, yeah, and he was already nervous enough because he had to give a speech after me, and so basically, Ooh. I spent my speech telling everyone how unfunny his speech was going to be, and uh, <laughs> who won? Turns out I was right. It really wasn't very funny. Uh, <laughs> but my other brother, the groom, he he went to town on me. Um, he got me a good one. I'm not going to lie. Um, Probably deserved, right? Yeah, I feel. I feel a bit rubbish now that I didn't go after him originally in my speech because he clearly <laughs> he clearly preempted it anyway and went yeah. went to town on me. <laughs> Started talking about how my son wasn't mine, um, <laughs> how I used to <laughs> really going for like yeah. the kill shot earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, almost, it almost felt like a soap. Like halfway through, I started looking at my son, thinking, actually, he hasn't got my eyes or, or my color hair. And I <laughs> I was kind of worried. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, it it was a success. Um, all three speeches were quite funny, and everyone enjoyed them. And it's not like um, I overheard anyone later in the evening going, "Oh, wasn't Tom's speech crap?" Like no, it was. It was <laughs> wasn't oh, he crap on the Hour Heads Abroad podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can do a best man speech, but Christ, as a host of a podcast, he sucks. <laughs> 
Oh well, it sounds like you've had fun with it anyway, mate. So uh, yeah, and, uh, don't, uh, as Dave said earlier, please never leave again. We <laughs> we need you here every week. Me and Dave can come in and out, sub in and out whenever, but you have to be here. You are the MVP of the show. So I so I, I've got the job still. Oh, for sure. Oh, oh, unless I'm uh, well, 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 well. To be fair, unless we can get Ryan in again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ryan. Do you know what? I would actually step aside for Ryan. I would. Because he's, uh, he's got the voice for radio, that guy, hasn't he? He really has. Honestly, if he's not been stood in front of a mirror for hours and hours on end practicing that, I don't know how, how he's pulled that off. It it's is. just like a smooth, isn't it? Smooth Ryan Tracy. I've got a sort of kind of like a man crush for his uh, his podcasting abilities. And and the other plus point he's got over you is that he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, that is does. also true. Yeah, um, He does, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just seems to just come right off the tongue, doesn't it? He's just like... That's probably wrong. I mean, it helps it when you know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get. Um, <laughs> we've also got some other news, though, haven't we? We've also got to congratulate our very own Dave Barnett. His team play well. He plays for the Manchester Titans. If you didn't already know that, <laughs> I never, and I never mention it ever. You never mention no. it that you ever play, mate. <laughs> You've kept it a secret. But uh, the Manchester Titans have actually been promoted to the Premier League. Of the Baffert National Leagues, Dave, take yeah. stage, mate. How did you do that? Uh, we we won a game. Well, we won several <laughs> games this year. Yeah. Um, no, we beat uh, Leicester in the the Northern Final, um, which guarantees us promotion into the Premier League next year. Nice one. Yeah. Oh man, it was nerve wracking. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Like, oh yeah. Just... So have you have you stopped celebrating now, or are you? Is it still going? I'm, I'm too tired and too injured to <laughs> celebrate at the minute, and we've got another game in a week and a half to like to win the overall uh, like Division One title as well. So, so you're Northern yeah. champions now, aren't you? Northern, yeah, Northern champions now, and the final in a couple of weeks is for Division One overall champions. So it's North v South. Yeah, oh. Manchester v London. Oh. So. Go on, yeah. London. No, I'm joking, Dave. I want you to win. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. There's nothing I want more in my life than to see you two happy in everything that you do. So, <laughs> Dave... That sounded so sarcastic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, he's got like a teleprompter in front of him. Basically, that was a line for my best man speech. Yeah. Um, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave, in all seriousness, I hope you win. I hope you get the game-winning pick six. And I hope if you do, you pump the ball like Marcus Peters does. I just mean, as, just as I'd he get in trouble for that. So like, yeah, yeah. I can't afford the fines that I get for that sort of stuff. So, well, yeah. okay. If you did get a fine, I'm sure the Arrowheads Abroad community will put together a few pennies <laughs> and cover the fine, and we we'll send it to Baffer. All fifty p of it. Yeah, yeah. We we'll send it to Baffer, maybe in pennies. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Love from Dave Barnett. Hashtag Go Chiefs. Sounds good. I like it. Excellent. I'm down with that. You better win now. <laughs> you better yeah, win. No, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone fancies uh, coming to watch, by the way, the John Charles Stadium in Leeds, 27th of August, 4pm. Thanks. Ah, oh, the 4pm. 4pm. Damn it. Oh, I wish me here then. It's <laughs> bank holiday Sunday, isn't it? So I would have been able to make Everyone's it off on one. Monday. Nah, yeah. stop lying, Tom. I don't believe you. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Hey, uh, it's all right. No, in all seriousness, if it was closer, I would be making it, but I just can't justify t- travelling four hours to watch amateur Britball. 
You've done it's about an hour and a half away from me. I've probably not got any excuse of her. No, 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 definitely not. If you're not there, Brad, you're in trouble. If you do go, Brad, see if you can get a tomahawk chop going in the um, crowd. <laughs> do you know I'll do that? Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll get that going. There's a bit, there'll be some nutter. <laughs> just, just, the just, like, just point to security and it's like, can you get can you get rid of that guy, please? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try my best, mate. I'll try, I'll do what I can. Um, also, a bit more news on the uh, the Arrowheads Abroad jerseys as well that we've ordered. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the final draft, and it looks good. It looks mint. Yes, yeah, it looks, it looks all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dave, it's not pleasing you, is it? I'm, you know, that's that's like a ringing endorsement from me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first of all, shout out to our friends at UK Packers. Um, we have a really close relationship with the guys in the UK Packers and they t- told me a few months ago that they were going to be doing this but they said ask me to keep it secret whilst they sorted theirs out and and then afterwards they said, they said go for it because obviously we play the flag football game so we've got in touch with the same manufacturer and they've produced an amazing jersey it looks so good um, looks great right? it's got the, the cheese colours in it as not everything yeah it's red and gold with a little bit of white um, you have it personalised to your to yourself you have your name you have your membership number on it it looks so good it's just shy of 50 pounds but the quality is going to be so good um i keep saying so good because it is so good so um, good the few people well not the few the the, the master has ordered the jersey so far um they're about to go into production so hopefully in the next couple of weeks you'll have them um for those of you going to kansas city you'll definitely have it in time um but if you want if you haven't yet ordered one and you're coming to kansas city time is running out for you you've got like maybe a week 10 days to make sure for definite that you're going to get it because as i tweeted out yesterday it is only 48 days until we go to kansas city as of now on on wednesday as we record on tuesday as we record so it's not very far away so you need to get on that guys you know it's like waiting for christmas isn't it mm-hmm. big time Big time Waiting for Christmas, massively. Um, I, actually, right. I actually go to Spain two weeks on Friday for a week. Yeah, and yeah, so I'm quite fortunate this year. I'm going to Spain for a week, and then I come home three weeks of work, and then I'm off to Kansas City. And don't tell the girlfriend, but um, all I can think about is America, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not say anything. Eh? No. Um, right. Well, let's crack on with the uh, the Chiefs update. Really, uh, week week one preseason. Uh, we played the Niners at our head, and it didn't quite go to plan with the result. Uh, Niners won 27-17. I did the tweet commentary for our heads abroad at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, You are a hero. 2 a.m. in the morning. It, you know, I am the MVP, you're right. I am the MVP. Um, thanks to those who kept me awake during the 2 a.m. kickoff. We had quite a few British uh, representation as well, which is good. It's really good. Uh, so thanks to the guys and girls who uh, who were there. You know who you are. Wink. Uh, it was rough going, uh, but I got to do what I got to do for our Chiefs, isn't I? You know what I mean? Uh, which, incidentally, Tom's actually praised me for hugely. Now it either means he really liked the tweet commentary, or he just wants me to do all of the early morning commentary from now on. <laughs> the jury's still out on that one in a minute, isn't it? <laughs> Only I know the answer. Which is to that. it, Tom? <laughs> You were no, gushing with your prayers. No, in all seriousness, um, 
being being the nice boss that I am, if you can call me a boss, as it were, on Saturday morning whilst I had a, I had a hangover after my brother's wedding, I actually sat there and scrolled through your tweets to make sure that you didn't have any grammatical errors or anything like that. So uh, <laughs> you were shaking your head, going, "What is <laughs> yeah, he doing?" Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I, I was impressed. Yeah, I was. Yeah. No, I did. I did have to actually correct some mistakes because. Uh, um, the what do you call it? Predictive text kept calling uh, Kemp Kent, uh, which uh, didn't help. Um, so it, it looks as though I didn't know what I was least, talking about. At least it was an E and not a U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. So, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who, uh, who kept me awake. I had the coffee going and everything. But let's talk about the the game itself. Uh, the positives from it. Uh, we'll obviously discuss that now. Uh, Smith and Hill link up right from the start, wasn't it? Right from that first throw. Um, we're going to see more of that this season, aren't we? The I Smith and so. Hill link up. I really hope so. It seems like it's something that they're working on a lot in practice. Yeah. And they, it seemed like they had quite good chemistry last year in training camp as well. But this year, now that Tyreek Hill is recognised as the number one wide receiver in our offence. Um, it looks like Alex Smith is going to try and use him as that. And Tyreek Hill's got all the attributes to beat any defender any which way he wants. Um, he's too quick for most defenders. He's got strong hands. And he's although he's a short guy, he's he's a muscly guy. So mm. he's he's got all the attributes to beat, beat anyone. And I like what the Chiefs did first play um, is be aggressive. Obviously, it's easy to be aggressive in the preseason. We must remember this because... Preseason Alex, training camp Alex tends to be different from regular season Alex. Um, let's not get too carried away on this one. Um, it was one play, it was one game. But if they can stay in that sort of mindset and go in that direction and start stretching the field with Tyreek Hill, who, will, like I said earlier, will be anyone, um, then it's only going to open up the rest of the offense for the guys like Chris Conley, Albert Wilson, and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, well, Smith uh, found, found Con- Conley quite a bit as well, didn't he? Yeah, he he looks good, Conley. He he took a nasty hit. Um, I I don't know, Dave. Have you seen the hit yet that Chris Conley took? He, he uh, got, no, I haven't. No, he, he got flipped like when by his knees. Yeah, he he he, he caught the ball, and um, I, oh yeah, and, and another thing to add, I no longer know what a catch is because. As far as I can see, that was an incomplete pass, but they ruled it a complete pass with a fumble anyway. But, um, you know, he t- he took a hit in the ankles or the shin area and he did a full 180 and it was, he landed on his head. It looked horrible, I'm not going to lie. Well, but um, it, when the uh, the defensive player went that low, I thought, oh my God, he's he's bent his leg back or he's snapped it or something like that. When it, it just, it was, it, like you said, it just flipped him over, didn't it? Yeah, um, he limped off on his under his own steam, like. But um, apparently, he's only bruised. Well, he's a lucky boy, then. He's a lucky boy. He's a lucky boy because that could have been nasty. It wasn't a dirty hit by any means. I don't think so. Um, the player's got to stop the defender. Um, uh, stop Chris Conley. Anyway, anyway, means any means yeah. possible, rather. Um, but Chris Conley played well. What I did like out of Alex Smith was finding Spencer Ware because. Spencer Ware was a weapon in the passing game early in last year, um, but it kind of the Chiefs went went away from it, and so it'd be good to see the Chiefs go back to Spencer Ware as a, in the passing game. I remember against the Chargers, especially back in Week One of last year, he he was a weapon. And um, do you want to see do you want to see Alex Smith go back to the, using his running back similar to how he did with Jamal Charles a few years ago? Mm, yeah. Um, the other positive I've got down here is the the the, 
the huge stellar work from the uh, the defence during that crazy period. Do you remember it, where the the officials were just, I think they were thinking they were taking a Morris dancing or something. The amount of <laughs> handkerchiefs they were throwing around, you know, it was it was just crazy. I mean, they went through a first uh, a full set of uh, downs, and mm-hmm. then there was a I don't know some flag on the player wasn't there when it was on. But they doing a field goal or something uh, at the time. It was the fourth down, wasn't it? And then they got yeah. a fresh set of downs again. I was like, yeah. oh, for God's sake. They, um, the Chiefs got done, obviously had their their stop on the goal line and then the Chiefs got done for leverage. Yeah, that was a, it. Which is an automatic first down Yeah, um, on special teams. It's a poor penalty to give away, but again, sooner get them over and done with in the pre-season. pre-season. Yeah. But then, the defence yeah, held up, didn't it? But then they made another stop, which is which is great to see. The defence, especially the first team, team defence, looked very good all night. Mm. Um, again, it was Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we know what we did to Brian Hoyer um, when he was he in Texas like in the playoffs. He? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he probably has nightmares about the Kansas City defence, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it was it was good experience for uh, for them to just see how the defence was, I suppose. And they, they stopped the rush as well, they stopped the run. Um, it just looked great. I thought I thought it was good a good training exercise for them at that point. Yeah, for um, sure. The, the defensive line looked good. David King, Nunez Roches, especially. Nunez Roches looks quick. He looks yeah. really quick. And considering he's put on weight as well, uh, I don't know if the exact figure, but I read somewhere the other day that he's put on like 30 pounds, is it? Is he? Over the off-season. Uh, he's really beefed up, like big time. And 30 pounds for a lineman is a hell of a lot of weight to put on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but he still looks quick. He looked good. D Ford looked quick. Um, Marcus just, Rush, did you mention him? He he seemed to do all right later on, didn't he? So yeah, this I've got to admit something. I didn't watch past Patrick Mahomes. So all right, okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're a Mahomes boy, are you? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah. Um, well, I was watching. I already knew the score, and I, I was watching a rerun of the game. So when you know the score, and you think, oh, Patrick Mahomes scored a touchdown, and then it all kind of went to pot. <laughs> And you're basically watching a bunch of guys that aren't going to make the roster. So yeah, <laughs> um, no, I didn't watch the fourth quarter. Go on, tell me about Marcus Rush. Uh, no, he did all right. He got, to, I think he got to the quarterback twice. Um, he, he did a few things wrong, I suppose. Um, he, you know, he didn't really, he wasn't positioned well at, at some of the points, but he he did all right. He, he did enough, I thought. Um, and like I said, David King, um, he did okay as well. Um, Tano Passanio. Now I know Seth Kaiser, who's obviously the friend of the show. He's done some great analysis on Passanio. You should check it out on his Twitter page. Actually, um, Passanio is really quick off the line. I don't know if you saw that. Did you watch? Uh, did you see Passanio on uh, during your session? During my session. <laughs> during your session. Yeah, I've seen bits and bobs of it. He looks raw. He does, yeah. I mean, he seems really quick, and he, he he got right off the off the line, and he seems to cause a a lot of problems for the uh, opposition's O line. But he, I think somebody said he, he doesn't really track the ball that well. So so as soon as he gets past that line, he's like, right, where is it? <laughs> Looking around, he might need to work on that. Yeah, but maybe the raw talent there is definitely it's it's right there to see. Um, really exciting player, I think. Um, but yeah, check out Seth Kaiser's uh, Twitter page. He's done a, a good bit of analysis on that. He always does though, Seth, doesn't he? He's not bad. He's, he's all right, isn't he? He's all right. I think um, him and Dave are probably planning their own podcast with just him and them two. 
Do you think? Oh, do you think Seth's going to porch our Div? Yeah. I think that's what it is. Is he Dave, Div? Dave, 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 you still there? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still there. He's talking on the other podcast with Seth. Uh, he is, yeah, yeah. I think he's still drinking. He's still celebrating his uh, his promotion. But I think it's quite clear that Dave didn't watch the game because he would have normally butted in like five yeah, or yeah, six yeah, times no, by now. No. I say, with my own game at the weekend, it sort of fell into, sort of, with it being a pre-season game, it sort of fell into a irrelevance a little bit for me. So, yeah, I Would do you- have to say it's, it's passed me by outside of... <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Mahomes uh, video. I've not see, really did, seen too much. Well, we'll get on to Mahomes in a minute, but we'll just talk quickly about the the negatives. All the negatives that I saw pretty much came from like the third and fourth quarters, um, which you'd expect, wouldn't you, in preseason anyway? Um, there's a lot of players on there that that you just know aren't going to make the roster, but the surprising ones, or surprising one for me, was Chakandrick West. I'm not worried. You're not worried. <laughs> no. I, I um, just think it's pre- it's a preseason game, man. Like I've yeah. seen, you know, even the best players have awful preseason games. But you know, I'm I'm not too worried about it right now. It's like yeah, yeah. He's, he's certainly getting some pressure applied to him by CJ Spiller. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I I don't think it's a a big worry yet. If in a couple of weeks he's still in the same spot, then yeah, probably worry a little bit more. But right now, I'm I'm not overly worried about it. Yeah. Did did what about you, Tom? Well, word out of camp is that CJ Spiller is impressing everyone. Mm. But as we discussed on the last show, if you keep CJ Spiller, you might as well keep Jamal Charles. Um, yeah. Because they have the same similar sort of problems. Okay, CJ Spiller is healthy right now, but he can't stay healthy. That's the reason why he got cut. He's been cut so many times is because of his health. Um, I mean, it's why he's never become quite the player everyone expected him to be when he came into the league as well. So. Yeah, for sure. There's there's no doubt that the talent's there, but it's the same with Jamal Charles. The talent's there now, but are the legs? And so, if you're not going to keep Jamal Charles because of injury, why would you keep CJ Spiller over injury? But I think the only thing that's keeping Chikandrick West in his roster spot at the moment isn't Chikandrick himself, it is the doubt over CJ Spiller's health mm. um, because for me Chikandrick West hasn't looked the same player since, for about 18 months 2015, that, definitely yeah Yeah, he had, he had a really stellar 2015 when he was new to the league, no one could like, quite work him out, and he was the guy, it wasn't Spencer where he was the guy and, yeah, was. but since Spencer Ware took over, he's done very little to impress me he has flashes he has flashes but it just seems whenever the Chiefs go to him in a, a situation where he needs to get a first down he doesn't deliver well he did and that in the, the Niners game um, he, yeah. instead of actually looking for the gaps he, he ploughed straight into the pile of bodies and you think well there was a, there was a the, gap gaps, there the gaps might not have been there remember we're talking about the Chiefs backup O-line which <laughs> yeah. is horrendous yeah. outside of there, two guys I'm yeah. not there was really definitely two. one where he could have cut right and he, he saw it as well, and he went to go that way, and he went and he dived straight into the bodies, <laughs> the really? bodies. He really did, yeah. If you watch it back, he, he'd shaped to go right, and I don't know what it was. He just cut back in again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's me. I mean, and you know, I'm I'm obviously the running back coach of the Chiefs, but um, it it just didn't look right to me. Um, but 
Yeah, Kendrick West, he's not looked the same since 2015. Like you said, he was the guy, wasn't he? Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. If in two weeks' time they do the cuts, the round of cuts, and they say, right, Kendrick West has been waived and CJ Spiller has moved up the depth chart to third, I will not be surprised. But likewise, I will not be surprised if they keep Kendrick West on the depth chart at third, at third and then they get rid of CJ Spiller. And CJ Spiller's yeah. jobless. I mean, that, that's not going to be one until the last round of cuts, anyway. So mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you know, you're not talking until after the final preseason game here. Yeah. Before I think a decision gets made on that. Um. So. But you know, yeah. you've, you know, you've got a good roster when the biggest camp battle you've got going on is your third running back spot. Yeah. You know, you're set. If if everything everything else is falling into place oh okay there might be a kicker battle now that we've signed this new kicker but I doubt it highly I'm sure that was cover cover for the game but if your biggest camp battle is third string running back against four string running back your squad is in a good shape now there might be another camp battle that people want to talk about which isn't a camp battle it's your fantasies and that is a certain rookie corner quarterback. Um, I know, you, <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted you wanted to get to Patrick Mahomes a little later, but yeah. we're now twenty odd minutes into this podcast, and we haven't mentioned Patrick Mahomes. Well, before we get to Patrick Mahomes, let's touch quickly on Tyler Bray because okay. it sounds like now that Tyler Bray has lost his backup QB spot. I mean, it was always going to happen. Like, yeah, after you'd have one been, game, I mean, it doesn't matter. Quick, it does, it? Honestly, it doesn't matter. If you're drafting a quarterback in the first round of, of the NFL draft, you're hoping that that guy is good enough that he's overtaking your, you know, current backup. Especially a backup that's been with the team for four years that couldn't yeah. overcome Chase Daniel or Nick Foles. Mm. This is uh, this is a guy that he, he's. I mean, he's clearly got some talent, but he's not ever going to be a starter in this league I don't think I think mm. he could but you know I I I would feel comfortable carrying him as a you know as as a backup on the roster but I you know I don't ever think he's going to be good enough to start in this league yeah. um so you know when you're drafting a guy like Mahomes in the first round and you're trading up to get him you're expecting a guy like that to be overtaking the the backup you know the backup mm. backup at this point, you know, you'd be disappointed if he hadn't done by, you know, by now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as I say, it's it's how it is. I, I you know, he's going to be on the roster this year. There's yeah. no way Reed goes into the season with only two QBs, um, and he's way ahead of Starve. So, um, yeah, I'd, yeah, you know, as much as it must suck for Bray, I'm I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised and. I say the thing was as soon as we drafted Mahomes, he became insignificant anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know that might sound a bit harsh, but you know when you're drafting a, a QB and trading up for him and giving away uh, an extra f- first and third round picks, like that's your guy. I just I just think the the Chiefs coaching staff clearly think he's got something still. Um, from, from what I could see of him, he's he's got a good arm. He's got good arm strength. It's just accuracy's not all all there. I mean, that was always the issue coming out of college, though. Um, yeah. Everyone was always super impressed with his arm strength and his arm talent, but it was his ability to read the defense and his accuracy was spotty at times. Mm. And, um, yeah, there's a reason he went undrafted. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. So to ever expect an undrafted QB to be anything more than a backup in this league is fanciful. Um, yeah. So, 
he's done well for himself to you know to stick around on an NFL roster for four years. Like yeah. exactly. you know, you see some first and second round QBs that don't do that. So <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not anything to be absolutely devastated by if you're Tyler Bray, but yeah, as I say, uh, anyone expecting much more out of him, I think, was probably in dreamland a little bit. Exactly. He's winning at life. He gets paid a nice amount of money, to be honest, do very little. He never gets hit in training because he's a quarterback. He has to train with a practice squad every now and then. He has to, gets to go to games. He gets to go to all these nice cities. he would get a ring if the Chiefs won a ring. And he doesn't actually have to do anything for it. Um, he has to be ready if two guys get injured what are the chances of those two guys getting injured oh don't say I, that I, I, I'd I take Taylor Bra- Taylor, Tyler Bray's, Bray's life in a heartbeat so yeah if he wants to come and record a podcast once a week in in a corner of a front room he can and I, I'll go play first string quarterback for the Chiefs <laughs> <laughs> oh man but he doesn't want to be host I'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on to uh, obviously the main man of the moment. The, the the whole of Arrowhead Stadium just seemed to just lift when Patrick Mahomes uh, walked onto the field, and uh, it started off electric, didn't it? That that long kind of long bomb down to uh, Demarcus Robinson, which obviously got called back, but um, it just showed he's got something in the locker there, and it also it also showcased Demarcus Robinson's ability to get separation as well. Um, well, yeah, because he was did. well ahead. Well, yeah, he was well ahead, and this is where I was actually disappointed in Patrick Mahomes because Demarcus Robinson had separation. He had a step on the guy. He had beaten him. He, the guy had turned his hips, but Demarcus Robinson was already past him. But Patrick Mahomes actually underthrew the ball. It's not perfect throw, but it certainly is an indication of his arm strength because he flicked that thing out there, and it was forty yards downfield. Yeah, it looks like a wrist, doesn't it? Sweat. Yeah. yeah, it's like. You know, you see Smith step into throws, um, you know, 40 yards in the air. He just flicks his wrist and it goes a mile. It's ridiculous. It was almost like uh, Aaron Rodgers, wasn't it? Like, he just flicks it and it just seems to go like a bullet. But it looks so much... Um, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he ha- he's got a cannon on him, but I've never seen someone like Patrick Mahomes who makes a throw look so effortless. Um, <laughs> yeah. He made two or three throws on Saturday night where, okay, they might not have been complete completions, but he didn't look like he was putting much into it. And mm. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm watching these these throws thinking, if he puts his whole body into a throw, he's going to take someone's head off. Like, <laughs> yeah. like The velocity that he, he must be able to get behind the ball because, as Dave mentions, he's flicking a wrist and he's sending it 40 yards. Yeah. I flick a wrist and it's going to fall two yards on the floor yeah, if exactly. I'm lucky Alex Smith flicks a wrist it's probably going to be behind him like it's a fumble <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, well, but, um, well if you look back at that that, that first play that he did um, I was well impressed because it, he, he had me as well because he was looking to the left of the field because the, the, the left of the field uh, was, was stacked full of receivers and he was looking that way to send the defence that way and he just he almost like he didn't look right he just threw it right well, that's what all the good quarterbacks do. They move, yeah. they move defenders with their eyes. They, yeah. All the smart you quarterbacks the do. Safety off. Yeah, look the safety off, and then throw it to single coverage if you've got it, because you could hopefully there, there won't be any help over the top. Um, and if he's doing that kind of thing already, then and he's got and he's got a year to learn on, under Alex Smith, then he's gonna he's gonna be very good. He is gonna be very good. But yeah, if he learns to use his eyes first and foremost, um, then 
his arm will take over the rest because we know he can make any throw. Yeah. It's yeah. all about making smart decisions. Like we we know he's got the arm talent. There's you know, the accuracy's not perfect, but it's certainly good. Um it can be improved upon, but I think that'll come with the, you know, just tweaking the mechanics a little bit and just getting rid of some of the bad footwork and some of the off-balance throws and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, overall, like, everything's there. And I think, you know, um, Lewis Riddick, the guy who works for ESPN that was mentioned as a, a GM candidate for the Chiefs, was, you know, talking about on the uh, segment about some of the rookies uh, a few days ago about how impressed a lot of people have been with Mahomes so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, just the the kind of throws he can make, you know. Uh, so any sort of, any coordinators or, in you know, our case, any head coach's dream yeah, um, to have a guy that can just make whatever throw you could possibly ask of him. Um, so, yeah, there's certainly a reason to be excited. I think, obviously, the the key thing is just don't get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be, and it's inevitable, and it's going to happen as soon as Ms. Smith makes a mistake. In week one, people are going to be calling for Mahomes, and it's just like, you know, Reed's been, been there long enough. You know, he's not going to buckle under pressure, or he's, you know, he's not going to be listening to the fans shouting and screaming, but it's... I just think it's key for, you know, the fan base as a whole not to get on Smith's back early this year just because we've, you know, we've seen Mahomes in a, you know, in camp in preseason and he looked decent. I was going to say this happened a couple of years ago when Chase Daniel had a really good preseason. Do you remember him and that receiver Fred Williams, I think it was, mm-hmm. that they tore up preseason and everyone started calling for Chase Daniel. You see, the thing was, I think the thing, the slight difference with Daniel was though with him being a Mizzou. Yeah, of guy. course. He obviously had a lot of Homer, Homerism, I guess, sort of behind him with obviously a lot of... There'll be a fair chunk of cheese fans that are Mizzou fans also, so I think that played into it to an extent because I think, you know, most people, if they were being totally honest, knew that, you know, there was no way Daniel does anything more than a backup and mm. since that and prior to that, it's been proven at this point um you know he's very good in a a tight spot and he you know he's you can if you need to need him to cover for a game or two he's perfectly serviceable but he's definitely not a starter in the NFL whereas it's slightly different with Mahomes because he is a first round 10th overall guy you've traded up to go and get you're designating him your quarterback of the future mm-hmm. so People want to see that guy, and as I say, it's just it's just imperative that once the decision, whatever decision has been made for this season, and I'm 99% sure it's going to be Alex Smith's that's yeah. named the starter come week one. I'd be shocked if it's anything else. It's imperative yeah. that you know the, the fan base gets behind Smith and doesn't get annoyed back because it doesn't help anyone in that situation. You know, you you put in pressure on. One guy, you're putting pressure on the guy behind him that if he gets pushed into a situation where he's not ready for, you know, I don't think there's anything good that comes of pushing Mahomes in there too early. Mm-hmm. We've got a guy that's shown he's a very good starter in this league. 
whether he can win us a Super Bowl or not is up for debate. But at this point, it's all about making sure Mahomes is ready whenever that is and not putting him in before that point. And we all know that we can win with Smith. So I don't think there's any need to rush him here. So, well, I've got a question. Um, Just a one-word answer. Patrick Mahomes, does he play a meaningful snap this season? No. Brad? Mm. One word. No. Without injury. Yeah, without injury. I'll add that. You know, little asterisks in there. Without injury, he providing Alex Smith is snap. healthy, he yep. doesn't play a meaningful snap. I no. don't think they'll sit. But, uh, okay. Smith. No right. Way. All three of us are in agreement. But whilst we're in preseason, he can tear it up as much as he wants because he's quite <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I say you don't keep a you don't keep a seventy million dollars a year quarterback on the roster if you're not no. planning on playing him this year. It would, you know, especially when, who knows what if we'd be any better with or, you know, without him at that point. You know, mm. next year, this is going to be Mahomes' team. I don't think anyone is really going to question that. Even if we, you know, even if we were to win a Super Bowl this year, I still think this is going to be Mahomes' team next year. Mm-hmm. This is Alex's year to put himself in the shot window, you know, go out there and ball, have a career year, and he'll get repaid massively by some quarterback desperate team next year mm-hmm. but yeah he'll do a good job there he will do a good job there yeah well that's what i say like he's he's been a very good you know stabilizing influence on this team for the last four years um so you know i, I i've caught no issue with him and you know after the terrible terrible stretch we did have for, for that short period i you know, we've been very fortunate to have mm-hmm. four winning seasons on the trot and, you know, three three playoff appearances in, in four years. Um, so, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to look back on this period and, you know, there might be a little bit of regret of, oh, we didn't quite get over the edge, but I don't think anyone's going to go back and say, well, we, you know, that wasn't very good, was it? So, <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's still got one more year. He's still got one exactly. more year. But as he I say, for it. me, this is his year to put himself in the shot window, mm-hmm. ball out and get himself a big contract somewhere else next year because, for me, this is 100% Mahomes' team next year. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for you, Alex. I'm rooting for you. Go, <laughs> go ahead. But in the, in the, in the uh, actual season, we won't actually talk about Patrick Mahomes at, at all. So, yeah. We will. We inevitably will. <laughs> yeah. we, we shouldn't have to, but we inevitably will at some point because Alex will have a bad game and people will be going, why can we not put Mahomes in? It's going to happen. Let's not be those guys. Let's try and not be those guys. No. Oh, no, but you know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, the Niners game, he scored his first touchdown pass as a Chiefs player. And that also means that we have a little giveaway, don't we, Tom? We certainly do. Patrick Mahomes giveaway. We do, because we love Patrick Mahomes here at the Arrowheads of Broad Podcast and everyone out there in the Chiefs Kingdom. Kingdom? 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 Kingdom come. Loves (laughs) Arrowheads Abroad. No, they don't. They love Patrick Mahomes. We decided to do a... um, a giveaway for our gold members. Basically, for every touchdown that Patrick Mahomes throws in the um, to his own teammates in the uh, preseason, we're going to give a uh, jersey. Uh, a jersey? No, I'm not. A t-shirt or a mug away. 
Wow, I should have really wrote that down before. Giving away the right? crown jewels there, mate. <laughs> yeah. Do you oh, want yeah. to have another go at that, or are we? Uh, let's leave it in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah why not? Um, just to just to show that people. Bottle of Corona's that... going well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just to show people. I that... don't think it was the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now they know that we're human too, and we make mistakes. And I just made several in a space of twenty seconds. <laughs> Yeah, so basically all of our gold members have been put into a draw because Patrick Mahomes threw that touchdown, which should have been intercepted, but we, we won't talk about that. Um, so basically right now I've got a, a list of all of our gold members right in front of me, and I'm just going to randomise it once, and I'm going to record it on my phone as well so people know there's no foul play going on. Um, there it is to people that are watching this. I'm just going to random it once. And whoever's at the top will win themselves an Arrowheads Abroad t-shirt. Remember, if you want to be in these drawers, join as a gold member. Here we go. Random. And it is Bradley Knight. Member 135 who has won an Arrowheads Abroad t-shirt. Nice. I'll be in, well done, Bradley. I'll be in uh, contact tomorrow. Or actually, no. I'm going to make you listen to this show first and find out you've won, and then you can contact me. <laughs> that, that's the reason why we. T- this is a test. Yeah, you can only have this shirt, Bradley, if you listen to the show. <laughs> there we go. Let's see if he actually listens. <laughs> We're evil here, aren't we? <laughs> we are evil. Um, hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah the gold members. Uh, we we. We're going to be doing those over the the rest of the season, aren't we? There's there's some huge prizes coming as well. There's a list of prizes on the uh, Our Heads Abroad website. Um, there's all sorts of signed stuff on there. I know you've got your eye on that uh, that Derek Johnson uh, jersey, haven't you, Tom? Yeah, I I'm we said beforehand that like us three especially we wouldn't be able to win any prizes, but that one is proving really really hard you know how hard it was for me to release that into the prize pool i i always disappeared off the website look yeah i i I debated with myself for about half a day of sitting there saying shall i do it shall i not shall i just buy it for myself and keep it because as you all know Derek johnson is my favorite ever player yeah um in the end I just announced that we had this jersey, so I couldn't go back. I couldn't backtrack anymore. <laughs> oh, it's disappeared now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. backtracked. But um, no, that that's we line up's pretty spe- something special with that for that for that um, particular prize because it is the best prize on there, in my opinion. There's some really good prizes, some really good signed stuff. Len Dawson, Tyreek Hill, um, Christian Okoye. There's some really really big players and science and really good science stuff in those drawers but the Derek Johnson's Derek Johnson jersey is gonna it's gonna be a big prize and we reveal more as the season goes on but yeah sign up to gold membership it's only 20 pounds and it'd be worth it you win one prize you've made your money back if you don't win you've supported the group and everything that we do at our ads abroad remember we're, we're complete not-for-profit everything that goes uh, any money that comes to us gets spent back on you guys. So yeah, support your fellow Chiefs fan. Yes. Yeah. Right then, I uh, think as that's... you can tell, motivational speaking isn't my <laughs> <laughs> isn't my forte. <laughs> You're drowning at the bottom of that bottle, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for that, when, Tom. <laughs> yeah. When I said that my best man speech went well, it really didn't. Um, you believed it dr- went well. I've been drinking since. Um, <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for this week's uh, podcast, is it, guys? You've got anything else to say? Yes, I am going to stop you there. Oh, go on then. Yes, I am. Who? It's week two of the preseason coming up. Who? Who are you looking forward to seeing, and who do you want to impress on Saturday against the Bengals? Ah, are you watching it? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll have to when I'm tweeting the bloody. Yeah, <laughs> on the Arrowheads Abroad Twitter page. Um, so, who am I looking forward to seeing? Well, it's obviously Mahomes is going to get. Um, he's going to get the, extra reps. Yeah, he's going to get extra reps. Apparently, they, they've actually said that they're going. I think Smith's going to play the full first quarter. Mahomes going to play the lies. second and everything like that. Lies. Did you say lies or nice? Lies. As you know, <laughs> second preseason game, he might play. He might might play a quarter. He'll play a drive. But, yeah, it'll be a drive. Yeah, my homes will play. Yeah, my homes will play the rest of the, the rest of the first half. First half. It's, it tends to be with the preseason that the starters are meant to play a half in the third game, but that never happens either. Um, well, that's what like, they said. No, it'll be. Well, they said they said last Friday he was going to play a court. He played one drive, scored a touchdown, and walked off. One drive. So, that's it. Yeah. Unless it's a bad three and out. If it's a three and out, then he'll do another one. But one drive. So more Mahomes, definitely lots more Mahomes. Um, do you know who I'm looking forward to seeing more of? Uh, a guy called I can't for love nor money say his first name. Tavius or something? Sean Tavius. Uh, or oh, Sean Tavius Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. He he's looks like he's been making some noise uh, at wide receiver, and obviously we know it's a position where we're light. And another person, another two players that look like they could be in trouble: um, Albert Wilson, DeAnthony Thomas. So maybe there's. Maybe there's some ground to be made up there, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. Mm. What about yourself, Dave? Um, well, I won't be watching it, so I'm not looking forward <laughs> to any of it. Um, <laughs> I say I'm still in my football season at the minute, so Saturday nights are a no-go. But um, mind. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Um, but it'd be it's good to see Chris Jones come off the PUP list. Um, Kelsey's back fully practicing as well so yeah good to see those guys back but in terms of playing it'd be nice to see a bit more of Kareem Hunt I guess yeah I think uh, he, he looked pretty good down good actually Kareem Hunt um, from what we saw of him um, I'm looking forward really to Demarcus Robinson I've always said that about him I don't know why I just got this thing about him um, I got a, a tip from him before we actually drafted him um, was it last season was it or before last season and he's looked good he's looked really good so uh, hopefully he can he can break into that uh, into that 50 man 3 man roster which I think he will he looks he looks decent in oh he's I think he's definitely safe on the yeah. 53 man for me um, there's no way he misses it the, for me the receivers that are 100% safe are uh, Hill Conley Robinson and Wilson um, those four guys Definitely safe. Um, Maybe Chesson. You would expect so, but I, we've we've had we've cut some draft picks before, so I wouldn't be shocked. But with it with him having returnability, I would I would expect so. Um, and we traded up for him, so we clearly liked him. So I think maybe practice squad if they would rather use the you know the roster spot on a guy that. Um, you know, can't be placed on a practice squad and, you know, they're confident he won't get picked up elsewhere. But um, those four are definite. I, I, I see those four definitely being on the roster regardless. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if Thomas and Chesson weren't, weren't the other two. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes over the next few weeks. Excellent. Can I end it now, boss? Mate, you're paid by the hour, so yeah, we should end it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks to uh, Tom and Dave, as always, for giving us their thoughts on the Chiefs this week. Uh, keep a lookout for our next podcast. We'll be giving our thoughts on the uh, after the Chiefs' next game away to uh, the Cincinnati Bang- Bengals. Bengals? Uh, and, <laughs> and we may have more prize giveaways if Mahomes gets more touchdown passes. Uh, so we're edging close at the start of the regular season, guys. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you soon.